our dear loving Father in heaven, thank you for giving us life. We thank you for granting us healing mercies. We thank you for sustaining us. Thank you for all the temporal blessings you give to us, the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat, the security and peace we enjoy. Thank you for delivering us from even this, the calamities that may have befallen us. We thank you, Father, for even the spiritual blessings you give to us. We pray, Father, that as we go through your word, you will grant us more blessings as I speak. Put your words in my mouth and grant to your children understanding. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. That I may know him. February 15. Christ the Good Shepherd. I am the Good Shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. John chapter 10, verse 14 and 15. Jesus says, I know my sheep. Let us consider this statement. We are known by God before we receive him. I know my sheep. How do souls become Christ's sheep? By choosing to receive him. But Christ had first chosen them. He knew everyone who would respond to his drawing and he knew everyone who would be inclined to receive him but who through popular opposing influences would turn from him. John says to all, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. John chapter 1 verse 29 Those who heard the voice and did behold Jesus as the Lamb of God believed in him and became his property from their own choice. But their choosing of Christ was in response to his drawing. The love of Jesus was expressed to us before we loved him. To Jesus, the whole human family is entrusted, as the flocks of sheep are entrusted to a shepherd. These sheep and lambs are to be tended with pastoral care. They will be guided by the faithful chief shepherd under the care of faithful under-shepherds. And if they will obey the voice of the chief shepherd, they will not be left to be devoured by wolves. Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. John chapter 10 verse 27 The shepherd of Israel does not drive his flock, but he leads them. His attitude is wholly one of invitation. My sheep hear my voice. If we are indeed sons and daughters of God, we not only hear but recognize the voice above all others. We appreciate the words of Christ. We distinguish the truth as it is in Jesus from all error, and the truth refreshes the soul and fills it with gladness. The beautiful illustration in Revelation chapter 7 is a pastoral symbol. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, and neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them 
unto living fountains of waters. Revelation chapter 7 verse 16 and 17. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is Christ the Good Shepherd. We left off looking at how our Lord Jesus is a teacher of deep things. We saw in our previous devotion, which was titled Teaching in Depth, how Jesus used illustrations to make the lessons he wanted to send, the spiritual lessons, to make them to be deeply understood. The use of the illustration of a shepherd and sheep is another way that Jesus sought to use um, illustrations to teach deep lessons. And the relationship that exists between a shepherd and the sheep, Jesus likened that to the relationship that exists between himself and his disciples. What does it mean that Jesus knows his sheep? We read in our devotion, Jesus says, I know my sheep. What does that mean for us? It means that God, that Jesus already knows those who would respond to his drawing. In the book of John chapter 2, verse 23 and verse 25, we read something about what Jesus knew. It says, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, in the feast day, many believed in his name when they saw the miracles which he did. Hmm. Now verse 24 says, But Jesus did not commit himself unto them, because he knew all men, and needed not that any should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. What does this passage tell us about what Jesus means when he says, I know my sheep? It means at that day, when many were believing in him, he knew those who would follow on to know the Lord. He knew those who would fall along the wayside. He knew those who were genuine sheep and those who were going to go astray. He knew those who recognized his voice and saw him as their shepherd and those who were only following him for the goodies. Later on in the book of John 6, when you read from verse uh, 63 there and downwards, you see how some of these people that believed in him they did not follow him anymore. When you read John 6 from verse 44, we see how it is that we can, that, that we, people follow God. In verse 44, Jesus said there, No man can come to me except the Father which had sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. In other words, if we are left to ourselves, we can never become followers of Jesus Without the aid of the Father who works on our hearts through the Spirit and draws us to Jesus as our Savior, we will never come to Him. So, we read in the devotion, how do souls become Christ's sheep? Just if you are wondering, maybe you want to be a disciple. That's basically what a sheep means, a disciple, a faithful one. How do we become disciples? It's by our choice, by choosing to receive Him. So when we read that Jesus knew those who would follow him. It's not a case of predestination. He just knows the future. He knows what is going to happen. He's not altering it. He's not the one making you make your choice. The Father draws. That's what he says. No one comes to him except the Father draws him. But who is it that the Father does not draw? There's nobody. 
the Father draws everyone, but it is not everyone that responds. Continuing the reading that I may know him, page 52, paragraph 2, he says, Those who heard the voice and did behold Jesus as the Lamb. Because John the Baptist told the people, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. They heard. But how many believed? Not all. Those who believed became his property from their own choice. Guess who was there that day? There was Andrew. There was John the Beloved. Later, there, were, there was also Philip. Then John, then John told his brother James, I believe, and Peter was told by Andrew. The same statement, Behold the Lamb. Philip went and told Nathanael, Behold the Lamb. He believed. Others heard the same, Behold the Lamb. But they did not believe. Was it God that stopped them? No. God was drawing every one of them. But not all believed. It was by their own choice. Like I was saying, in the book of John 6, we'll find out later that many turned away from him. Jesus said in verse 44, Not everybody will come to me. He said it is those who are drawn by the Lord and respond. That's basically what he was saying, those who respond to the drawing. But what led Jesus to make that statement? I'll go back to verse 41 and 42. Jesus had been telling them about how his blood, his drink, and his flesh, his meat, that if they take it, they will have everlasting life. And he told, he told them that he is the bread that came down from heaven. It is what led the Jews to murmur at him. These were people that believed in him just the previous day. The previous day, is that he, the previous day what he had done was he had fed them. Using five loaves of bread and two fishes from a little boy, he fed 5,000 men. This was not 24 hours later. This was just the next day in the morning. They came and met Jesus. He started to preach to them, telling them, That bread I gave you yesterday is not going to give you eternal life. I am the bread that came down from heaven. If you eat me, you will have eternal life. Now, verse 41 says, The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. Verse 42, And they said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he said, I came down from heaven? It was this that led Jesus to say, No man can come to me except the Father draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. Reading a commentary on this in Desire of Ages, page 387, paragraph 3 and 4, we are told, The prejudice of the Pharisees lay deeper than their questions. What was their question? Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, his mother and his father? We know even his siblings, we know them. That was what they were asking. What led to that? Prejudice. The prejudice of the Pharisees lay deeper than their questions would indicate. It had its roots in the perversity of their hearts. Every word and act of Jesus aroused antagonism in them, for the spirit which they cherished could find in him no answering cord. No man can come to me except the Father which had sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. None will ever come to Christ save those who respond to the drawing of the Father's love. But God is drawing all hearts unto him, and only those who resist his drawing will refuse to come to Christ. End of quote. I was trying to answer the question, how do we become sheep? This is how. First of all, we all are recipients of the Father's love. We see what God does for us, even the atheists. They know. 
They know that it is not by their own power that they are alive. They know that there is something supernatural about this world. We feel God's love in the blessings that we receive, temporal things. We see his love in the spiritual blessings that we receive. And this love is the drawing of the Lord. We see his love when we hear about his son Jesus that died on the cross of Calvary for our sins. We hear of it and we experience it. That is the drawing of the Father. Not only that, but so much more. Now, when we experience the drawing of the Father's love, and yet we do not respond by coming to Christ, we've made our choice. We've chosen not to be sheep. We've chosen not to be disciples. But then, if we see the Father's love, especially how He forgives us of our sins, how He does not embarrass us, because of our iniquities, how he even covers us. Many of us who are listening, if the Father was to expose all our iniquities, we would be ashamed of ourselves. But we see the Father's love in that he continues to even cover us. How many times have you been in sin and you were even supposed to be caught, but you know that it was some supernatural power that has kept you all this while that people do not know and they did not find you out. God is the one helping you. The Father is drawing you. But if you do not respond and come to Christ, you've made your choice. When the word of God is presented to different classes of people, inclinations and dispositions are revealed. Some are already antagonistic to the principles of the word of God. The inclination is towards the world, therefore they cannot receive the things of God. The Bible tells us in the book of 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, why is it that some people will perish? In other words, why do they not become the disciples or sheep of the Lord? In verse 9, it says, Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Why do they perish? Because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. So why is it that some people do not respond? They don't love the truth. That's the reason. They don't love it. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14 tells us, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually descend. So, when we cannot receive the truth, which is receiving Jesus, that's what it means to receive Jesus. When you hear the truth, and it's calling you to a different kind of life. Being very specific. Telling you, this is how you should live your life. This is what you should be doing that you have not been doing. All the studies we've been having. For example, having compassion on the sick and on those who are sorrowing. Keeping the commandments of God. Preaching the gospel. Showing mercy to your enemies. Loving them. Praying for those who despitefully use you. Blessing those who curse you. When you hear those things and they annoy you, when you hear them and you nod your head and you say, mm, 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 I cannot do that. When you hear that truth coming to you and you resist it, you are not receiving Jesus. It shows that there is no answering cord between you and God. We read earlier, every word and act of Jesus aroused antagonism in the Pharisees for the spirit they cherished could find in him no answering call. They don't resonate. If the truth does not resonate with you, you are of the, of the class that is not the sheep of the Lord. 
you are already having an inclination away from Jesus. When you hear those teachings, pray for those that despitefully use you. Or you hear about the reforms telling you about your change in the keeping of the commandments of God. The standard is getting higher and higher. Telling you that there needs to be a reform in your life, in your social life, in the keeping of the commandments of God in whatever form. And it does not resonate with you. You feel this is too difficult. I cannot do this. Or in some cases, people are even offended. They are really angry. They feel like this is what well, this is nonsense. It's impracticable, they say. How can you tell me to dress like this? How can you tell me to keep a day holy? How can you tell me that I should eat like this? How can you tell me that this thing I'm doing in watching this movie or listening to this music is a sin? They are offended. Guess what is happening? You have no answering cord. You are likely not the sheep of the Lord. You are not receiving the Lord. To become a sheep is your choice. The Father is drawing everyone. It's left for us to make our choice as we behold the Lamb because the Lamb is the truth. And when we behold Him and we receive the truth into our heart and we practice it, that is what it means to be a sheep. Remember we read in the book of John 2 that many believed in Jesus. John 2 verse 23 to 25. They believed, but Jesus did not commit to them. He knew what was in man, that some of them were going to depart from Him. And they did so. The passage we are reading now in John chapter 6 like I said, you heard what I read in verse 42, 43, 44, how the Jews were murmuring at Jesus. They were already getting offended. These were people that believed in him as at the time in John 2. But in John 6, they are already murmuring. John 6 verse 52, the Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, how can this man give, his, give us his flesh to it? They were not happy. And in verse 60, it says, Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this said, This is an hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto him, Does this offend you? What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. Remember in John 2 verse 23 to 25, they believed. But now Jesus said, There are some of you that believe not. Listen now, he says, For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, Therefore I say unto you that no man can come unto me except it was given to him of the Father. Time From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Sheep, they went astray. What did we read in our devotion? If we continue to listen, we will not go astray. We will not be devoured by the wolves. It says, To Jesus the whole human family is entrusted, as the flocks of sheep are entrusted to a shepherd. These sheep and lambs are to be tended with pastoral care. And if they will obey the voice of the chief, chief shepherd, they will not be left to be devoured by wolves. And furthermore, we read, if we are indeed sons and daughters of God, we not only hear but recognize the voice above all others. We appreciate the words of Christ. We distinguish the truth as it is in Jesus from all error, and the truth refreshes the soul and fills it with gladness. Amen. Why is it that some people are offended? Because Jesus asked, does this offend you? He was telling them the truth, but they were getting offended. 
They believed at first, but they did not continue to believe. They heard his voice at some time, but they did not continue to hear. And that is why Jesus said, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. It's not if you hear it today. If you will obey the voice of the chief shepherd, you will not be left to be devoured by the wolves. What does it mean to receive Jesus? It means to hear his voice, hear the truth, and follow that truth. In John 10 verse 25, Jesus answered them, I told you and you believed not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you believe not because you are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hears my voice and I know them and they follow me. It's as simple as that. If you were a sheep, you would not argue with the word of God. The evidence of someone who is a sheep is that they receive the word of God. So how do we know who is a sheep today? We cannot know. Time will reveal it. If you continue in the word of God, then you will know that you are the sheep. But if you wrestle with the word of God and you become offended with it, right from time you have never been the sheep. It's just that time is revealing it now. Jesus said in the book of Matthew 7 verse 24 to 27, telling us what it means to be a disciple. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon the rock. I'll stop there. Basically what he's saying is hearing his voice. Jesus says, if you hear my sayings and do them, I'll liken you to a wise man. But this wise man is the same thing as the sheep. And then he said in verse 26, Everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened to a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. This is just an illustration of what it means to be a sheep and what it means to not be a sheep. When you hear the words of Jesus and you do it, you are a sheep. But when you hear and you don't do it, you are not the sheep of the Lord. Hearing the voice of the shepherd, what does that mean? In John 10 verse 1, Reading downward to verse 5, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. Like I have said, we read before, If we are indeed the sheep, and we hear his voice, we will not only hear, but we will recognize it among many other voices. You will be able to recognize that which is the truth. When people are bringing various theories about a particular subject, let's say about hellfire, many theories are brought. If you are the sheep, you will know which one is actually the truth. Because you know the voice of the Lord when you hear it. There's something supernatural and spiritual about it. There's an answering chord. Because the principles of God is in you, you know which one resonates with you and resonates with the principles of God. Someone says, oh, people are going to burn forever and ever in hell. And others say, no, they will burn to ashes. If you are the sheep of the Lord, you know his voice among those two. You know very well because you have been staying with him. You've been hearing. You know what is his principle. And among the multitude of voices, you can say, I know the voice of the Lord among these two. And the Lord is not going to punish people forever and ever that they will be burning and they will never die. That is not the voice of my Lord. The voice of my Lord is the other voice. You will know because you are his sheep. 
if we find ourselves in constant opposition to the plain teachings of the word of God, we give evidence that we are not his sheep because his sheep hear his voice and they follow him. The fact is that if you look at what I read earlier in John chapter 2 verse 23 to 25, it says there that many believed on him and they were following him. But Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew what was in man. Therefore, he, he didn't need anybody to tell him. He didn't commit himself. That means it is possible for some people for a while to look like a sheep that is to believe in Jesus and after some time, as we saw in John 6, they depart from him and never walk with him. That means it's not enough to be a sheep today, but we must continue to be sheep of the Lord. How can we remain the sheep of the Lord? Jesus said, in the book of John 8 verse 31, he said, to the, he says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed. Remember? See the word? Which believed. Remember? John 2 verse 23 to 25. Many believed on him. But Jesus did not commit himself to them. John 6, reading from verse 63 and downward, they were offended and he asked them, Does this offend you? What if I ascend to heaven where I was before? And the Bible says that from that day on, many did not walk again with him. Now we are in John 8. That was John 6. John 8. There were still some believers. Jesus now said to those that believed, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Amen. So this is in context of the illustration we are using today of the shepherd and the sheep. We can say, If you continue to obey me, then you are my sheep. It is not about obeying today. It is about the continuance in obedience. If you continue in my word, said Jesus, then are you my disciples indeed. And we read in that I may know him, page 52, paragraph 3. These sheep and lambs are to be tended with pastoral care. They will be guarded by the chief shepherd under the care of faithful under shepherds. And if they will obey the voice of the chief shepherd, of the chief shepherd, they will not be left to be devoured by wolves. So in order to remain sheep, we must continue. Don't relent. When you start to follow Christ, the standard may start in a certain place. He takes this from you and tells you to do this. There are many changes to be made in our lives. As these changes are going on and on, don't give up. Don't stop along the way and say, it's too much for me, I cannot go any further. When you do that, you are like those disciples that believed before and then later when they heard something that they said, this is a hard saying, who can hear it? They walk no more with him. Then you are like the sheep who has been devoured by the wolves. If we are the true sheep of the Lord, even as he leads us and the road gets narrower and narrower and narrower, we will not turn back. We will press on and continue the journey till the end, hearing the voice of the shepherd and following him. Being a sheep is not about your denomination and the church you are in. God has his sheep all over the world. Reading in that passage, Jesus said, Other sheep I have, in that John chapter 10. Reading in verse 16, he said, And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. So they have other folds here and there. He says, They are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. You see, this is an encouragement for those who are into the work of ministry. When you go around preaching the gospel to some people, you are just checking to know who is the sheep of the Lord. How do you know? Drop the truth. 
if they receive it, you shouldn't worry yourself too much. Oh, this person did not receive the truth. Don't worry. He was never a sheep of the Lord. The sheep knows the voice of the Lord and when they hear it, they will listen. That's why sometimes when you go for evangelisms, you meet people, you drop the truth to them, they respond. That is the sheep of the Lord. They have been scattered all over and it is God's work to gather them together. And that's what God has called us to do. To gather the sheep of the Lord that they should be in one fold. Desire of Ages, page 479, paragraph 2 and downward says, As an earthly shepherd knows his sheep, so does the divine shepherd know his flock that are scattered throughout the world. Ye my flock, the flock of my pasture, are men, and I am your God, saith the Lord God. Jesus says, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Jesus knows us individually and is touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He knows us all by name. He knows the very house in which we live, the name of each occupant. He has at times given directions to his servants to go to a certain street, in a certain city, to such a house, to find one of his sheep. Every soul is as fully known to Jesus as if he were the only one for whom the Savior died. The distress of everyone touches his heart. The cry for aid reaches his ear. He came to draw all men unto him. He bids them follow me. And his spirit moves upon their hearts to draw them to come to him. Many refuse to be drawn. Jesus knows who they are. He also knows who gladly hear his call and are ready to come under his pastoral care. He says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. He cares for each one as if there were not another on the face of the earth. Amen. So, we can be encouraged with this knowledge. It is not just a whole flock, and Jesus is seeing, Oh, my sheep, a lot of people. He knows each and every one of us by our name. He knows where we are staying. And he sends his messengers, like I was saying earlier, to go and gather his sheep, to drop the word of truth to their ears, so that when they hear, they join the fold. And this is why the other sheep, like it says, like we read in the passage, Isaiah, Ezekiel 34 verse 31, it says, Ye my flock, the flock of my pasture are men, and I am your God. So we are the flock, the sheep, we are men, and our duty is to help in the gathering of other sheep that are scattered all around, to bring them to be in one fold. Are you a sheep? You are deciding that every day. If you hear the word of the Lord and it does not offend you, but it resonates with you, and there's an answering chord between what you read in the Bible, the truth of the word of God, and yourself. When it resonates with your mind and you receive it and you do it, not just to hear it, but you also hear and do, then you are the disciples of the Lord and you are his sheep. But if you rise up in anger against the word of God, if it offends you, or you say, this is a hard saying, who can hear it? Nobody can practice these things. These things are impracticable. What are you telling me about dress reform, about Sabbath reform? What are you telling me that I should not watch movies again? Or I should not listen to worldly music? Or I should dress this way or dress that? What are you talking about? You are just revealing that you are not the sheep. It's not a problem. There's no need to argue with you. There's no need for anyone to trouble themselves. The fact is that you are just not the sheep. 
But if you rise up and you are struggling to hear the truth and after some time it settles and resonates with you, then you follow the word of God and do it. You are the disciples of the Lord indeed. May the Lord help us to not be antagonistic towards the truth, but to hear his voice and follow. You are now deciding your destiny. You become antagonistic. You choose not to be the sheep. But you respond by receiving the truth and following it. Then you become the sheep. Let us pray. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for these words and the illustration that has been given to us to understand our relationship with you. Some of us are offended with your word and we say it is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And some of us, we agree with it, but we do not do it. Help us, Lord, to go beyond the offense. Help us, Lord, not to be prejudiced at the truth. Help us, Lord, not to just have a mental assent to the truth, but give us grace to be disciples indeed by hearing and doing your word, that we may be your sheep and be instrumental in bringing others into the fold. Please hear this prayer and send forth power upon us that we may do your word. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. This message was brought to you by the Angel with a Strong Voice, a ministry dedicated to preparing people to stand true to God and be ready for His imminent return. For more information and free online resources, please visit www.tawaz.org That is www.tawasv.org or contact info at stars.org